another week of Get Busy Trading or Get Busy Dying, the podcast where we talk about the stock market, trading, crypto, and everything in between. Uh, just a quick disclaimer right off the rip. Uh, this is not investment or financial advice. We are not financial experts. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. Uh, I'm here with my good friend, Jerome Ball. Jerome, how you doing, man? Doing good. It was a great week of trading last week. How'd you do? I did well last week, man. I had a good week. I, uh, I started the week strong with coin. Uh, crypto is definitely my, my bread and butter. It's where I started trading. It's uh, one of the things that I enjoy trading the most. Uh, so I kind of broke my own rules last week and held coin calls over the weekend. Um, I'll have to look up what my exact strike was. Uh, but I held them through Monday morning and cut them at a 350% win. So I had an awesome win on coin this week. And you cut that early too, right? I did cut it early. Um, I'll have to go back and look at where that was on Monday, where I cut it. Um, but I remember feeling like, yeah, I, I left some on the table with that one. I know that I did. Um, but taking profits at 350% was definitely a, a solid trade for me. Absolutely. Um, crypto's in a super interesting place right now. So coin has definitely been super volatile. Definitely one of my favorite tickers to trade. Um, how about you, man? What was your, uh, what was your best trade this week? Best trade was probably lucid. Um, I felt like a lot of the stocks have kind of seen peak exhaustion. I was kind of just waiting for the downside. And so I was waiting for lucid to uh, trigger my put entry and, the nice thing about trading last week was we were closing the end of the month and the week. So it was, for me, it was a lot easier trading um, the strat and hitting my targets. Um, so that was my best. And then my worst was a trade that I didn't really plan on getting in was just trading the queues. And I think that's, I had the same issue that you did with Tesla. If you want to talk about your Tesla trade. Yeah, so Tesla got me on Thursday. Uh, Tesla, obviously, with an insane run uh, for a few weeks now. Let me look at where. Let me bring the Tesla chart up. Um, so Tesla, uh, with three green weeks in a row, uh, three weeks ago, Tesla was at 756, uh, which is crazy to think about. Uh, just three weeks ago, you could have had Tesla under 800 uh, and peaked out this week at 1114. Uh, so on Thursday, let me bring up the daily chart. Uh, on Thursday, I grabbed puts above 1100 uh, and felt like I was in a pretty good place with my puts there. And it kind of rode sideways for maybe an hour or so uh, and then just took one green bar straight up just enough to hit my stop loss uh, and then proceeded to bleed out from there. Uh, so what would have been uh, an amazing trade on Tesla puts this week? Uh, hit my stop loss and just filled me with sadness. Yeah, and I was the same with the cues. I saw it uh, same same as you know, uh, Lucid just kind of peak, peak exhaustion this week, waiting for it to go on the downside. And right off the bat, it, it made a sharp move down, and I decided to go short, knowing I, I should probably take some profits that would get a little bear flag. And but as that flag was being made, I just kept adding to it, and then. Tesla had that spike, and then I saw the, sp the spy spike and the Q spike. I'm thinking, you know, I just need to get out and cut my loss. And sadly, I had exit right at the 
<laughs> the worst part. And and I think the puts I had were like 80 cents and I think I sold them for like 35, just cut the loss at 35. And end of day, I think they hit like 250. Mm. How how often do you think, not, not to get off subject, but how often do you think you average down actually works out for you? Not as much as it should. Um, <laughs> where it's really, it's just better just to cut the trade and re-enter. Um, but I feel like you have a little better. Ah, and I'll have to down. Maybe that's something we can follow up on next week. I, uh, yeah, generally I feel like if I'm averaging down on something, I, I already know in the back of my mind, like, all right, I missed the entry here. I didn't get the, the price action that I thought I was going to get. Uh, but I feel like if I, if I cut the loss right away and keep the loss small, I won't re-enter even if, uh, even if my original thesis was right. I feel like we saw that a few times this week mm-hmm. uh, where I, I cut a loser. It, it didn't go the way that I thought it would go. And then I didn't re-enter the trade and it, it went exactly the way I thought it would go. Um, Coinbase, obviously I, I, I love to trade coin. I, I love the way that it follows uh, Bitcoin and most crypto. Um, Coinbase shook me out a few times this week where I, I, my, my thesis was right, but my timing was wrong. Um, so yeah, that, that was definitely one that shook me out this week. I'll have to go back and review, see, uh, maybe that's something we can start tracking. Just, you know, if, if I'm averaging down into something, is that actually worth my time? Yeah, I, my issue was with the queues, I didn't really have a plan going into it. I had done well early in the week with AMD and Lucid. And then by Thursday, I just decided to get into queues. And without having a plan and averaging down, I didn't have much um, conviction. And that killed me. Um, versus when Lucid, when I was shorting Lucid earlier, I had a great entry. Um, but then once it made a, a bull flag or a bear flag, I added more on the way down. Um, so that one did well, but that one stuck with my plan. Yeah. So speaking of trades that were not planned, uh, Tilray, obviously an insane week for Tilray this week. Uh, I have news from two days ago, the house passed a bill to decriminalize marijuana. Uh, so obviously that will still need to, uh, move forward from here, but Tilray went nuts this week. Um, I got the notification. I immediately texted you uh, and we both entered Tilray puts. That was actually at the end of last Friday. Um, and we grabbed some calls and then carried them into Monday. Um, but it looks like uh, Tilray actually finished the week with a little tombstone doji. So uh, an interesting spot for Tilray here. I'd be curious and, to see where that ends up this week. Yeah. And they have earnings on, was it Wednesday? Is it Wednesday or Thursday? Let me bring up earnings real quick. Uh, not a crazy busy earnings week this week. Um, it looks like we have Tilray on Wednesday. Yeah, you're right. Uh, before open on Wednesday. So we could probably expect some volatility out of Tilray uh, Monday and Tuesday. And then obviously Wednesday when the earnings come out. Um, any other earnings plays this week? Uh, not for me. Um Nothing that's really jumping out. What about you? 
I like Conagro on Thursday. Um, I think food is in an interesting place right now. Uh, I have a background in food manufacturing for anybody that didn't know that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Conagra's chart actually looks awesome. Um, obviously, the conflict in Russia is is uh, sending some wave into the food markets. Um, so I think Conagra could be an interesting play on Thursday this week. Um, yeah, what else are you watching this week? So obviously, uh, watching crypto, I think that uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin, and Litecoin all have interesting charts right now. They are uh, on the weeklies, both of them ended the week with, uh, Ethereum and Litecoin anyway, ended the week with the three white soldiers. So uh, I expect bullishness out of crypto, uh, which in turn will put HUT uh, in an interesting place. So uh, we've seen coin run, we've seen riot run, uh, but HUD eight mining has kind of stayed in the background and not been as crazy. So I, I think I'm bullish on HUD this week. I don't know. What's, what's your thoughts on HUD? Yeah, I, I'm bullish on crypto. Um, I think if HUD, you know, breaks these entry um, points that we have, I, I think, uh, it has a good run. What, uh, about you, what are you watching this week, Jerome? Uh, Tesla's on the watch list. Um, they had their Q1 deliveries. They were in line with Wall Street estimates. Um, I'd be curious to see how they trade on Monday um, to see how Wall Street takes it with them being in line. I kind of take it as a beat considering um, the lockdowns. I think they were closed uh, a few days. Um, and then they also have their Cyber Rodeo event on Thursday. So I guess we'll see if it's by the rumor sell the news. But um, I like it to the upside if we break 11.13, 11.15. And my bold prediction is I think it could run up to 1,200. Bold prediction. That is a bold prediction. So just looking at Tesla's chart real quick, is there actually, is there a gap on the weekly? So they ended the prior week. Uh, the high was 10.40. Uh, and then the low on the following week is 10.53. So Tesla with another gap in their chart. Um, and it's definitely at exhaustion. I just... And I'll play to the downside as well if we break, it looks like about 10.50. So 10.50 to the upside for Tesla? Uh, to the downside. To the downside, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, we, uh, it looks like we ended the week at 10.84.59. Yeah, I, uh, I love Tesla. So I, it's, it's funny because you're, the, uh, you're definitely the Tesla bull out of the two of us. Um, but I, I love them for their options. I, the, the volatility on Tesla is, is <laughs> insanely fun. And, and uh, also my worst play of last week. So uh, maybe I should just stay away from Tesla this week. Um, so bold predictions. Uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction for this week. Uh, I'm going to predict that the VIX gets down to 18.5 this week. I think that we can expect volatility on Monday. Uh, I don't think we're in a position where anybody really trusts this market yet, but I think it's starting to slowly fade back in where, where people are, are ready to kind of take their money off the sidelines and, uh, and continue to drop the VIX. I agree. We don't really have any Fed meetings until what, a couple of weeks. Um, that the charts look good. I'm, I'm excited for Monday and excited to see what this week brings. Yeah. Are we, are we at a point where, we can say there's a little confidence back in the market. I think a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
what's your confidence level? I, I know for me, I'm I'm for sure still. I think you can see it in the charts, and you can see it in the the price action day to day. You you see things want to run, want to take off, and then uh, kind of fail at predictable levels, just just based on you know a, a year ago, some some of these charts would have already you know ran off the top of the page. Whereas right now, I, I feel like most most stocks are a little apprehensive. Right. No, I, I definitely feel we're bullish short term, um, but I don't think we're out of the woods just yet. I wouldn't be surprised if later this year we retest these lows. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's an interesting year for sure. So we, we don't have uh, as as much money flowing in like we did last year when you obviously had the the stimulus money just just bombarding the market. Um but uh, there, there is a lot to be bullish on right now. I, I think that we still haven't met some of the demand levels uh, that there are. There's still a ton of shortages. There's still a ton of supply chain issue, uh, which obviously can affect earnings. But at the, at the same time, there, there is unmet demand in the market. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what this week brings for us. Now, what are your thoughts about the meme stocks? <laughs> the meme stocks. So um, I forgot about that. I actually played Express on Monday. Uh, Monday was definitely my best day of the week. Uh, I started out with two or three strong plays right out the rip and then kind of just played small from there. Uh, I took calls on Express uh, early in the day on Monday. And then uh, towards the end of the day, Express started to take off a little bit. Uh, and I cut those calls for 100%. Um, for the rest of the meme plays, I... I think we're in a really interesting spot. Uh, GameStop uh, was one that I enjoyed in uh, in 2021, um, but that I don't really like to play anymore. And I, I don't know, I don't know why, but I, it probably shouldn't hold you back from making money right now. Um, GameStop and AMC with insane weeks this week. Uh, what what are your thoughts on the memes? Yeah, I, I mean, I just can't help to think that during tax season everyone's getting their tax returns and if money's going back into these stocks to pump them or or what um i don't usually trade them um but uh they're definitely fun to pay attention to yeah so gamestop last week with a low of 89.76 uh ending this week with a high of 199.41 um finishes the week right at 165 so all, almost in the middle of that but uh, you know, from March 25th, uh, or maybe that would that be the end of the week? Um, at any rate, in the last two weeks time, uh, you could have had GameStop as low as $89 uh, and as high as $199.41. Just insane range on GameStop. Um, AMC is a, a pretty similar picture. I, I think that, I don't know what, what your what your thoughts are on it. AMC also with crazy range, uh, a low of fifteen twenty eight, all the way up to thirty four thirty three, uh, just in, insanity out of the meme stocks. Um, so we actually, uh, it may be the first movie we've seen since COVID started. Uh, we went and saw the Batman this week, uh, which, uh, on an unrelated note, was pretty good. Uh, the the Bruce Wayne character was a little emo for my taste. Uh, but was still, it, uh, Robert Pat- Pattinson is that his name? Robert Pattinson, yeah, the uh, the Twilight dude. Um, 
I thought his Batman was phenomenal. His his Bruce Wayne was just super depressed. I, have you seen it? Did you see the Batman? No, no. I'll have to check it out for sure. <laughs> it was it was three hours long. Um, I I loved their take on it, but the uh, the Bruce Wayne was super emo. He was so depressed and just sad for <laughs> Gotham. Um, <laughs> but so anyway, it is. I think probably the first time we've been in a movie theater since COVID hit. Um, you know, I don't know if that's related to COVID or not, or just the fact that our life is insanely busy. Um, but I don't know. I, I think for, for GME and AMC, they're, they're both at this really interesting spot where, uh, you know, probably more so for GME where they, they have to pivot into a new business model. Um, you know, GameStop obviously isn't going to continue to make insane profits off of selling hard copies of video games. It's just not, sustainable into the future but it seems like they've taken their meme status and, and pivoted into uh, a new business model who who knows maybe they make good on their their insane valuation yeah i love that they uh doing a stock split right after tesla did you know made that announcement and gamestop uh, followed suit yeah i forgot i forgot that gamestop had a split this week is it i'll have to look that up was it three to one i i do not know yeah, I don't want to put bad information out there. Uh, regardless, obviously the uh, the apes took that as as bullish news, and and GameStop ran hard on that. Uh, but yeah, they, I, I think it still needs to be voted, and I don't know if they released, uh, you know, uh, if they're doing like a three to one or or what. Yeah, so on on the daily chart, they. I don't know. An, an interesting chart for GameStop. They, like I said, they went as high as 199. They ended the week at 165, um, but still with the the candle long on the the bottom side of it. So uh, as it started to dip on Friday, the the apes push it back up a bit. So we'll we'll see where where GameStop ends up. I'm not. Uh, I'll, it's tough to bet against them. I've I found myself occasionally short, uh, especially on AMC. I've I've definitely played puts on AMC. Um, but always with a, a healthy fear that the apes might just demolish my trade. <laughs> right. Um, oh, another trade we got in uh, this week, we, we each did was uh, Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, I forgot about Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, a phenomenal trade. I'm actually still in that one. Did you close that one or did you stay in? No, I'm still in. I'm looking at closing once we hit 2280 around there. I'll look to, to get out. I think it'll probably hit a little exhaustion and need a little pullback, but um, the Yeah, I I love the uh, I love the Black Rifle Coffee play. So a strictly a, a chart play. Um, I don't have any vested interest in Black Rifle Coffee. I, I'm more of an energy drink guy myself. <laughs> um, but I, you know, on a, a good looking chart and entered Black Rifle Coffee. I think I took the twenty two five calls. Um, I'll have to go look at my other account and see where I actually landed on that one. So was was your goal to close that one this week? Uh, ideally, um, you know, if I could close it, you know, last week, but the chart looks too good. I, I wanted to swing it. I'm up on it. Um, I think there's more room to run. So I felt no problem holding on to it. They, they expire April 14th. Yeah, I, t I took the same. So I took the 22 and a half call for April 14th. So uh, ideally, I, I would like to get out of that one this week, but I am up 15% on that one, uh, ending the day Friday, uh, green um with black rifle coffee down uh, just over one percent after hours so 
Uh, not sure that that actually means anything. We'll, we'll see how Monday opens up. Yeah, absolutely. They, they have very little volume trading, so I imagine after hours is, is nothing. Yeah, it looks like their uh, average volume at 1.9 million. Yeah, so not an insane amount of volume on BRCC. Um, so bold predictions for this week. Jerome's taking Tesla at 1,200. Uh, I'll take VIX at 18.5. Um, any other crazy predictions heading into this trading week? Nope, that's it. And just so we have our eyes on uh, Tesla, uh, Hut, um, Moderna, uh, Black Rifle Coffee, and uh, what else? Uh, yeah, Moderna was one of my picks this week. So uh, Jerome is the the charting expert out of the two of us. Um, I, so I asked Jerome to draw up the chart on Moderna. Uh, I, I think Moderna is strictly a news play for me. You're, you're still seeing COVID numbers spike in China. Um, I, I'm not sure which way we'll see Moderna break, but Moderna is a fun one to play. It, it gets big moves or, or big price action. Either way it moves. Um, exactly. Definitely an interesting one to watch this week. Uh, if you do want to take a look at, uh, at Jerome's charts, you can find us on Twitter uh, at Get Busy Traders. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at getbusytraders at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys, hear what you think for this week, and kind of where the market's at. Uh, I think that's it for me. Jerome, you have anything else? I don't. Um, everyone have a good trading week and uh, let's make some money. Yeah. Good luck this week and uh, yeah, get busy trading. All right, Jerome. We'll get busy dying. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Later.